Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are back for part three of my conversation with Heidi St. John. This has been a fun week. I have so enjoyed uh, just talking with you more about ministry and your family and having our audience get to know you better, Heidi. I I love what the Lord has done and is doing through you. So thank you for joining me again today. Well, thanks for having me. It's just been, it's fun to see you, you know, so yeah. now, uh, so now we got this little, this little video thing we got going on and it makes the distance. We have, it's nice to have friends all over the country. We're excited yeah. about the release of the movie. I know one more day, it comes out tomorrow. We cannot wait. So, so very excited. Um, as I look back to um, just, again, how the Lord orchestrated the whole cast, you know, including yourself, but everybody who was in this movie, we could never, ever in a million years have done this on our own. Um, you know, this is a movie that is by the homeschool community, for the homeschool community, and those beyond. And so we are so honored and blessed to have you as part of the cast. And you're you're all over it. It's really fun. You know, the 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 movie really is kind of the narrative of it is your story and kind of history of homeschooling and where God has you today and our story as well. They kind of parallel each other through the movie. And then of course, we've got all sorts of other just incredible cast members, Sam Sorbo, Ken Ham. Um, I, I, it, it, when I get put on the spot, I'm like, who's in the movie again? <laughs> so, so many people, uh, Brian yeah. Osborne, Ginger Hubbard, mm-hmm. Rachel Carmen. Um, it's just neat to see. And one of the greatest things is just how the Lord orchestrated all those conversations to work together. Oh, and yeah. that wasn't planned. I mean, that was just God. Yeah. And I think God's hand is all over it. And he's, his hand is all over the homeschool movement. Yeah. You know, and I think in many, many ways, God is going to use to uh, restore this nation to liberty and to, uh, to the original constitutional Republic that our founding fathers gave us. Uh, These are kids who are self-starters. They're, they're thinking for themselves They're critical thinkers and we need them. We need yes. them right now. So uh, yeah, so it's exciting. And I know almost everybody that's in the movie. So uh, it's yeah. a lot of fun to see it come to come to fruition for sure. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. Uh, you know, you. it's interesting to see where you are now in your ministry and in your position because years ago, I would love for you to kind of tell the story about how you loaded up your family into an RV and you traveled the nation to mm-hmm. base it basically as like a homeschool evangelist, really to share about homeschooling, similar to what what we're doing now, mm-hmm. um, and start up you know different co-ops and things like that. Tell us a little bit about that journey for your family. 
Yeah. So that was about 15 years ago. Uh, my husband and I had been homeschooling for a few years and we had seen the benefit for our family. We started a homeschool cooperative in uh, Northern Washington state where my husband was pastoring, then moved down to the Southwest Washington area and started another one. And we realized that the church could have a, an impact if churches would simply open up homeschool cooperatives. And so yeah. we partnered with HSLDA and with um, the Institute for Excellence in Writing and some other organizations that we trusted and respected and they sponsored our trip and we bought this uh you know this this motorhome off of craigslist and we drove that bad boy <laughs> from washington state all the way to florida up to virginia i mean texas all over the country i do not recommend <laughs> i do not recommend <laughs> buying a motorhome off of craigslist and then putting that many miles on it in the summer uh, i mean everything that could go wrong went wrong the air conditioning bro broke when we were in arizona in 120 degree <gasps> heat oh no we'd never been so our family you know driving them all across the country what we did was we we would stop at churches and then i would speak and we would give you know i would teach how to homeschool you know learning styles you know that kind of thing and then we would teach them how to open up a homeschool cooperative in their area so we, we were going on this trip with really very little money and really just the, we felt like the Lord saying, this is what I want you to do. And we were trusting in the very beginning. And one of the most amazing things happened in the midst of all this, right? Jay will say, it was the best of times and the worst of times. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't understand humidity. People in the Northwest will say, it's humid here. I'm like, you guys do not know humidity. Go to Texas, go to <laughs> Alabama, go to Georgia for crying out loud. Yeah. Quit your whining. You don't know anything about it. Well, we learned. And uh, as we were kind of moving along through this amazing journey that God had us on, uh, it started with my neighbor, like a couple of weeks, you know, we, we buy this old motorhome and Jay retrofits it. So he, you know, we put bunk beds in it. We're doing everything we can to, um, to just get it ready for this, you know, this big, long trip. And my neighbor, they're watching us for months, you know, we're, we're loading things into this motorhome and kind of getting it ready. And so uh, Robert comes over one day and he was like, you know, hey, Heidi, you know, knocks on my door. What are you, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're going to go, we're gonna take, we're driving to Florida. And he was like, why? <laughs> why would you drive? Why would you drive to Florida? So I explained why. At that time we had six children and uh, Sydney was just a baby. She's our 16, she's 16 now. So uh, this was a long time ago. So he, I told him what we were doing and he, you know, it was a pleasant conversation, whatever. He went home and about half an hour later, he came back again, knocks on my door again, you know, Hey, Heidi, you know, uh, he said, it's my birthday. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, Robert, uh, happy birthday. I wish I'd known it was your birthday. I'd have made you, I'd have made you a cake, you know, I'd have baked you something. And, uh, and he said, well, he goes, I, I came over cause this, I got this in the mail. And as soon as I opened it, the Lord told me to give it to you. And he hands it to me and it's a hundred dollar bill. Well, I'm a ministry family. You know, my husband's yeah. been a pastor for 20 years. We'd never seen a hundred dollar bill in our whole lives. <laughs> like, is that real? You know, they're holding it up to the, holding it up to the light, you know, trying to figure out if this is actually real. And uh, he said, Heidi, the Lord wants you to know that he loves your family and that he's going to be with you wherever you go. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And he's so proud of you. And I was like, just, you know, brought tears to my eyes. But I think Robert, you know, hardly had any conversations with him. This was one of the first ones. So we take off on our trip. And if we would have known ahead of time what was coming and how hard it would be and how discouraged we would get along the way, I don't think we would have gone. Yeah. But there was a moment when we, we you know, we, we make it to Alabama. It's in the middle of the night. It's it's uh, steaming there. I mean, you guys, because you guys yeah. are from there. I mean, it steams. It's crazy. And we, we pull up, you know, we, we, we speak, we do the thing. And, uh, 
and we're tired and hardly anybody shows up and we're kind of discouraged. And uh, at the very end of it, my son, Spencer, I don't know what he was thinking of it, but he like lowered his head like a billy goat and then just ran into the sound <laughs> guy. That guy screamed like a little girl, man. I was like, oh, my, I'm so embarrassed. Here's my son, you know, uh, catapulting <laughs> into the sky. Now I'm embarrassed and I'm tired and I'm hot. And I take the kids out into the parking lot. We're going to the back to the motorhome. And I'm like, you know, when we get in the car, you, you, you know, you're supposed to sit down and blah, blah, blah. And I'm so, I'm so frustrated. And I see this car parked underneath in the steamy parking lot, like beat up old van. And I'm like, kids, you know, wait, get behind me. So I, I have kind of the kids behind me. We're walking out to the motorhome. I think I'm going to actually die doing this. I'm going to die in a parking lot in Alabama. This is just not very fun at all. And this, this, this uh, guy gets out of the van and he's dressed kind of poorly and it fit the van. Right. And he comes up to me, said, are you Heidi St. John? And I was like, you know, who, who wants to know? I mean, I, yes. And I told the kids, stay behind me. You know, if something happens to me, go get your dad. I was actually terrified of this guy. And he goes, I have something for you. So he's fishing around in his pocket and he pulls out this piece of paper and hands it to me. And as I open it up, I realize it's a hundred dollar bill. And he says, the Lord wants me to tell you that he loves you. And he's so proud of you. And he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. And he's, and he's thankful and you're doing, you're doing it. And I was like, oh, okay. And <laughs> And he he turned around, got in his car, and my kid swore up and down he was an angel. He disappeared after that. We never saw him again. And Yvette, after that moment, so we've gone all the way from Washington State to Alabama. We ran out of gas. The car transmission had been broken. We The air conditioning units weren't working. And uh, the Lord gave us this $100 bill. Wow. After that moment, that probably happened 10 more times on the trip. Wow. And it happened in all over the country. It didn't matter where it was. It could have been Cleveland, Ohio, or Orlando, Florida, or Virginia. People come up to us and they would say the exact same thing. The Lord wants you to know that he loves you. And he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And they would always hand us a $100 bill. Well, it got to the point where my kids, people come up, up to us and my kids would be like, watch this mom. He's going to give you $100. You watch. <laughs> you watch. And it got to the point where we actually had more than we needed. Wow. And so the Lord started showing us, hey, give give this $100 bill to that person. So we would say the same thing and we would give it to random people that we met at Chick-fil-A or wherever it was. And I, I say that to people because I think, you know, we forget that God is a God of miracles, that he's still at work today. He's still doing things. He sees what's happening in the country. He sees the state of our education system. He understands the state of the church. And God is calling his people off the sidelines and onto the front lines. And if we'll just obey, and you guys did that with Schoolhouse Rock, right? Yeah. You, you, you leave it all in the field. You know, God sent his son and Jesus left it all for us. And he's asking us to do the same thing. And I think as we walk out in obedience before him, we're going to have stories to tell our grandchildren about the faithfuls. Not that not that it's always easy. And certainly like you, we've walked through some very, very hard times. You know, the loss of, of a baby through miscarriage. We lost our house to foreclosure in 2008. Actually, we didn't do foreclosure. It was a deed in lieu of foreclosure, but it was a very, very hard time for us. We, we were like, Lord, we obeyed you. We were homeschooling. We're doing the things you asked us to do. Why has everything got to be so hard? You know, and the Lord is saying, I'm teaching you something. Hang in there. Yep. Stay faithful. Raise your children to love me. Stay faithful in your marriages. Walk with me and see if I'm not going to do something miraculous. And I think that is the story of the homeschool movement yep. in many, many ways. You know, this sacrifice that men and women made to stay home, do this totally countercultural thing, swimming upstream. Everybody's like, what you guys going to grow your own wheat now? To <laughs> you know, uh, and yet look what the Lord has done. You know, yeah. 35 years later, it's it's an amazing story. And I think it's a story God's writing on the hearts of all of us right now. That's absolutely incredible. 
I love to hear that story of God's faithfulness and how he provided for you. You know, we have had so many times through this journey with Schoolhouse Rocked that have been so similar and that we just, you know, we were willing to say, yes, Lord, use us, do what you want to do. And I, I cannot tell you the countless times, I, I, you know, for those who have listened to the podcast for a while, you know, possibly that I don't cry easily. I mean, it's not that I'm not capable of crying. I just don't. I'm not a super emotional person. It takes a lot. My my family actually calls me a robot because <laughs> I <laughs> pretty much never cry and I rarely get sick. And so they always tease me about that. But there have been several times in this journey where I ugly cried. I mean, just completely, you know, everything in me was just so overwhelmed. I was so weary. I was so tired. I was just like, Lord, where are you? Why? Yep. Why is it taking so long for this movie to get done? Why are we struggling so much financially? Why are, you know, why don't we have our own home yet? Why? I mean, all the things, you know, that that we think make us comfortable. Yes, and yeah. I knew the Lord just kept saying, just wait. And then it seemed like almost every time he would bring someone into our life to, you know, just bless us in some way, whether it was a, a text um, of, you know, just mm -hmm. a friend just saying, hey, I'm thinking about you this morning and I'm praying for you on a morning where I was just crying out to the Lord, or, you know, our bank account was at zero or negative and someone would just donate, you know, money. I, I mean, just recently this happened. And when I say recently, I mean like last month, mm. we were going to the um, Alliance and HSLDA conferences. We really didn't have the funds to do that. And we were like, Lord, we know you want us to go. We're going to trust you to provide because you always mm. do. And so we made plans. We went the day we left we got on the road and we, you know, the Lord had provided up until then, but we were really kind of struggling just like financially, like, okay, we don't know how we're going to eat food on the road, but God. And so we stopped for dinner that first night in Illinois and I opened my email and there was an email in there with a message from one of our listeners who just said, I mean, it was one of the most incredible messages. Basically, she said she got a raise at work and she felt like the Lord told her to give her raise from that month to the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked. Mm. And it was a good sum of money. And I mean, like it really provided for a big part of that trip. And then when we were at one of the conferences, um, another friend of ours um, actually just said, Lord, put it on our hearts and we just want to bless you guys financially. And they handed us a check. And, and it was the same thing. And it, it, just how yeah. God uses his people to accomplish his will. And when we step out in faith, he orchestrates all the details of it. You know, I, I, as we're waiting for this movie to come out, I, again, I said this in the first episode, it's literally like the birth of a baby. I mean, just the, the pains of childbirth and the anticipation and yeah. the sleepless oh, yeah. nights and everything. It's so hard. And we're just like, Lord, what are you going to do with this? Yeah. And I have to over and over again, remind myself, this is not our movie. This is his movie. Yep. He's going to do with it what he wishes to do with it because it belongs to him. And we have committed every bit of this film to his glory. And so it's really exciting to be in that place. And it's hard for our flesh not to just be like, oh, but I want to take control and I want to make things happen the way that I want them to happen. But Heidi, you and Jay have been such an incredible example of God's faithfulness. And when you're willing to say yes, and you're willing to be obedient, even when it's really, really, really yeah. hard, he will still use your faithfulness and your obedience because he is a faithful God and uh, he's so good. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Heidi. Um, man, I, I love hearing you talk. We, I want to talk really quickly just in these last few minutes about getting off the bench. Um, that has been your tagline for, I think, as long as I've known you. Yeah. Um, you know, God is doing something big through you right now that I imagine you probably never imagined. That first time you went up and spoke at that homeschool conference, that was the Lord. That was God orchestrating that event and that speaker not being there because he knew that you needed to be on that stage and he needed your husband to come alongside you and say, Heidi, that was incredible. That was amazing. Like God has gifted you. And so fast forward all these years and now you're running for office and yeah. you are, like you said, you're so far off the bench, you can't even see it anymore. Yeah, Jay um, says that we chopped it up and, and burned it and put it, made it into firewood. <laughs> so, so it was a bench made of wood, not metal. That's right, that's right. That's even if it were lesson to you, everybody. Make your, make your benches out of metal. <laughs> um, talk about your run for office, what you're doing now um, and how you are getting off the bench um, as a family. Yeah, so we um, we really heard the Lord uh, very strongly. I did first, you know, uh, back in January of this year, um, that God wanted me to run for Congress to run to represent yeah. the citizens of Southwest Washington State. Yeah. And uh, I live in a very like a pocket of conservatism in a very liberal area, and we have been following obviously politics. I've been a committed and outspoken <laughs> conservative for a very long time. Anyone who knows me knows that I am very staunchly pro-life. I'm a fiscal conservative, a social conservative, I believe in limited government. And yet we're seeing this terrible overreach. Well, uh, in the midst of COVID, you know, we're watching these tyrannical dictates come down from a government that's lost sight of its jurisdiction, which really this is a large part of what this is all about. Yeah. The question is a question of jurisdiction. So what is the jurisdiction of the federal government? Well, they've overstepped it. They're not supposed to be in education. They're not supposed to be in healthcare. Their job is to provide for the common defense and for the infrastructure of the nation. Uh, those are their, their, their really their biggest responsibilities. And as we federalized everything, we've moved farther and farther away from that. Well, you put into that the fact that the church has moved away from the area of politics. We've decided yep. this is dirty and we don't belong in it, but politics like money doesn't have a personality. So politics reflects who's in it. And if uh, money reflects who holds it, you know, who, what do we do with money? It's not the money that's that's uh, corrupted. It's the person who uses the money, right? And the same thing is true in politics. And uh, growing up, and I'm sure, Yvette, this is true in your family, my family said, you know, there's two things we don't talk about at um at Christmas and Thanksgiving, one is politics and the other is religion. Well, I'm telling people, we made a terrible mistake. The church who got out of this and should have been in it, we got out of it. And when we removed ourselves from the political sphere, evil filled the vacuum. People who do not know God or uh, people who are, maybe they claim that they know God, but they've got uh, 
motives that are less than uh, just to represent the people. You know, our founding fathers gave us the most amazing nation on the face of the earth that is characterized by something incredible called representative government. And so I've been going to Washington, D.C. and advocating for the citizens of Southwest Washington State for about 17 years uh, and uh, going to the state house. I've been at the front of the fight against conference of sex education. I do not believe our nation is going to be taken from without. I think it's going to be taken from within. If it falls, it'll be taken from within by the, uh, because our schools are cranking out by the hundreds of thousands every single year, our public universities and our public high schools, students who hate this country, who do not know its founding, who do not understand uh, why liberty is so precious and why we should defend freedom. And we certainly see that in COVID right now. We've shuttered an entire nation for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. This is wrong. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, a terrible overreach. And so uh, we, our family prayed about this. Uh, I know that I talked to you, Yvette, and to Garrett before I decided to run. We talked to people around the country that we respect and said, would you please pray? There were several people I said, would you pray and fast with us? Because we're gonna make this big decision. And uh, all of seven of our children, we talked to them. We got together one Sunday afternoon after church, had a retired state representative come down and tell us the good, the bad, and the ugly of what it would look like for me to run for office. And let's just be honest, there was no good. It was just bad and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we, you know, my son-in-law was the first one to say, mom, I think you were born for this. Yeah. Uh, I think your voice is needed right now. And so in February, we jumped into the race. Uh, I'm running for Congress to represent Washington State's third congressional district. It's been very, very challenging. Uh, there have been many times that I just thought, why are we doing this? I uh, I, I have a good job. You know, we run in the Homeschool Research Center doing just fine. My family's fine. I love speaking for a living. I love writing books. I just turned in my eighth manuscript to Tyndale that will release uh, next year. And I, uh, I, I, all I know for sure is that this is what God asked us to do. And it's a question of obedience. Yeah. I believe that this country is in very, very terrible trouble right now. Yeah. And if we do not have, if people do not get off the bench, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about running for Congress. You know, part of what I'm doing, I hope, is to set an example for other people to say, we all have to, to play our part in this, yeah. whether it's running for school board, running for city council, getting involved uh, on your, um, in your local uh, communities and municipalities yeah. there. It all matters. And when we remove ourselves from the equation, we can't complain about it, yeah. right? And so rather than just sit here and complain, our family has, is leaving it all on the field in defense of liberty and freedom for this country. So uh, it's it's a huge, steep learning curve for me. I've never run for office before in my life. It takes about a million and a half dollars to run a campaign. Wow. So uh, we have to raise a lot of money. And people say, well, that's, you know, why do you need that? Well, mailers cost money, you know, yeah. TV ads cost money, gasoline costs money, staff costs money, it all costs money. Uh, and, and so none of it's free. So we're just, we're, really praying that the Lord will bring people along that will want to help us. My voice uh, as a as a member of Congress will not just be a voice, my primary voice, obviously, for the uh, citizens of, of uh, Southwest Washington State, but my voice in Congress will be a voice for the nation. Yeah. And so uh, that is how Congress works. I want to be a voice for the nation. I, I think the Lord has uniquely prepared me for this. You put me on the floor of the House of Representatives with Nancy Pelosi, and that woman's not going to know what hit her. So uh, I... <laughs> I'm excited about it. We appreciate your prayers um, yeah. and your support. Our family's doing fine. You know, in the midst of all of this, I think the Lord has really prepared us for this. Um, and so our marriage is thriving. Our family's doing well. It's a lot of pressure. Yep. And certainly, I mean, they, you know, they, they're doing exactly what they, what we were told that would happen. They're spearing my name all over the internet, lying yep. about me. It's crazy. <laughs> 
But um, my identity is not wrapped up in what other people think of me or in a political pundit's viewpoint. Right. I know who I am. Uh, and I know why God asked me, uh, not, not why necessarily, but I know he did ask me. And so, uh, this is what we're, we're going to leave it all in the field. And I hope that it encourages and inspires other people to do the same. Yeah. I love it. And people can find out more about your run at Heidi St. John for Congress. That's right. .com.org.com. And that race is next August. So I'm running to unseat a 10 year incumbent. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's going to be, it'll, this is the fight of my life. And whether I win or whether I lose, we do it all for the glory of God. Amen. Uh, and I think freedom is worth fighting for. I think this country Amen. is worth fighting for. So that's what yeah. we're doing. The future generation of our kids is worth fighting for, which is why we are doing this movie. It's why we do this podcast. It's why we do everything that we do here yeah. at the Schoolhouse Rocked Ministry. And it's it's so important. And I, I want to say really quickly, Heidi, a um, couple years ago, I think it was maybe about three years ago or so, you and I were together um, in Maryland um, near Washington, D.C. And I remember you coming back and you said that you basically you were standing in front of Nancy Pelosi's office praying for her. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you you briefly mentioned her name. But one of the things I appreciate most about you is that it's it's not because you want to go out and attack the, those who oppose your views. It's it's because you want them to understand God's grace and God's goodness. And you want our nation to come back to those biblical values that we were founded on. And so, you know, we need to be praying for you as you run, but we also need to be praying for those on the other side who desperately need the love and hope of Christ. And, you know, they have no hope. Yeah. Um, none at all. Well, and so no. they need Jesus. And we see what happens. You know, we're we're watching what happens yeah. as our nation has moved farther and farther away from the Lord. The Bible says that where yeah. the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And as this yep. nation has moved farther and farther away from the Lord, uh, we're watching our freedoms go right along right. with it. And so uh, it's important. God's people need to stand in the gap. Yes. And there is a there is a way to do it. And politics doesn't have to be dirty and nasty. Right. We these uh, we're a government of the people. Right? right. And so it's a chance to actually work with and support and love people. And so right. it's exciting. Yeah. So exciting. And those listening, one of the ways you can stand in the gap is to bring your kids home, keep your kids home, educate them, teach them God's word. There's nothing more important. And continue standing in that gap by inviting your friends and your family to be part of this journey with you. Take them to watch the movie, invite them to your house and um, you know purchase it for them so that they can download it, um, do the streaming download in their own home. Get this movie out into people's hands so that people can know the hope of the gospel through home education and family discipleship. So thank you so much, Heidi, for joining us this week. It's been really fun um, just to, to get to know you better and for our audience to get to know you better. We're so grateful for all the things that you're doing. Thank you so much. It's a joy to be here. I cannot wait to see what God does with the movie. Amen. Well, thank you guys. Go to schoolhouserocked.com to get all the details you need on the movie. And we will put all things Heidi St. John. You can find out more about her at HeidiStJohn.com. Have a great afternoon. We will see you guys back here on Monday with another fantastic guest. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.